0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more us slash your motherbird. <laughs> and if you love a reddit story why not consider hitting that subscribe maybe that notification bell too let's just jump straight in to today's stories much love guys now our first story comes from hall num 032 titled am i the asshole for making my daughter sleep in the backyard after what she did to our housemaid my male 46 daughter 16 is a high school junior I noticed recently that she's been behaving in a bad manner, constantly commenting on other people's looks, belongings, calling them stuff that isn't cool and just being insensitive. It's like she lost a filter or something because she's usually polite, but my wife suspected that our daughter's sudden misbehavior occurred after she started hanging out with some new girls from the school. Basically the mean type and have picked up their behavior. I've sat with my daughter and had many discussions about how her behavior has been negatively affecting everyone around her. Our housemaid is the person most affected here and my daughter has chosen her to be her target for her hair, clothes, etiquette, criticism. She has complained about our daughter calling her offensive names like filthy and gross for cleaning certain areas in our house. I took a stand and explicitly told my daughter I'd punish her if she ever said stuff like that to our housemaid again. Last week, my daughter had a party to go to earlier that day she called our housemaid filthy so i grounded her by not letting her go to the party she threw a fit and called her housemaid a liar saying she never called her that that was the end of it days later my daughter came to me saying she couldn't find her iphone after looking everywhere she asked me to call her number and i did my wife and i were stunned to discover that the iphone was ringing inside our housemaid's bag I had a confrontation with her immediately and she denied and cried saying she never touched the phone nor had any idea how it got there. I noticed my daughter calling her a thief repeatedly, so I told her to stop and go to her room. I checked the indoor camera before continuing the argument and saw my daughter place her iPhone inside her housemaid's bag. I was livid. I apologized to the housemaid and gave her the rest of the day off. I then showed the video to my daughter and she was absolutely speechless. I said what she did was immoral and straight-up offensive to a tamper with that poor woman's livelihood over a petty party she couldn't go to. I told her she was grounded and would we'll have to spend the rest of the night in the backyard. She is a germaphobe. But she cried begging me to not make her sleep with the dirt, insects, and hot temperature. I refused to discuss it or I'd make it two nights. My wife said I should go easy on her but I said calling people filthy and accusing them of stealing wasn't okay. In fact, it was the absolute worst. I then went through with my punishment the reason i chose this punishment was because of the fact that my daughter says she is a germaphobe and uses this as an excuse to insult others hygiene and appearance our backyard has dirt and bugs in it and this kind of thing gets her uncomfortable but other than that the backyard is 100 percent safe question why doesn't she clean up and do house chores as punishment instead and then says because i've already tried this punishment before and it didn't work because she deliberately stopped eating for days to get out of it and ended up in the emergency department for low blood pressure and we're going to start off with Mr. Gregor, who says, not the arsehole, but you should give your housekeeper a week off with pay. Make your daughter take her place unpaid. John says, I'd make her do the housemaid's jobs for two weeks, but pay the housemaid for the work. You are not the arsehole to come down hard on her though and knock it on the head. Kat Bean says, not the arsehole. You should pay the maid a week's salary. And make your daughter do all the housework for a week. K No B says, your daughter deserves a DEFCON 1 level punishment. That's some fucked up shit she did. That said, I'd probably pick something besides making her sleep in the backyard. Too temporary, too unusual, too easy for her to make herself out to be the victim. It's both too much and not enough. Spend one weekend per month of her grounded without phone, picking up trash on the side of the road with her. An outrageous relief says there's something seriously wrong with your daughter that goes beyond the simple am I the asshole dilemma. This is way beyond mean girl stuff and downright sociopathic. I think you should skip to the therapy part there to fix her. She's a broken person and keep her grounded for her safety and the safety of the rest of humanity. And are you Falcon Kid and says, everyone sucks here. Your daughter deserves to be severely punished. What she did is completely unacceptable and there should be serious consequences. But this is a really inappropriate way to punish her, especially since your wife disagreed and you overruled her. What gives you the right to make this choice without her and kicked your daughter out? This is abusive behavior. You're not going to teach your daughter not to be an arsehole by being an arsehole to her. You should be able to discipline your child without making her feel she doesn't have safe housing. Especially since you mentioned she's a germaphobe. You deliberately chose a punishment that would trigger her phobia. Maybe she didn't learn her bullying behavior at school. Edit. Your edit doesn't make this better. If your daughter gets so upset she starved herself and ends up in ER, then she needs therapy. That's not a normal thing kids do. You choosing to make her feel like she doesn't have safe housing isn't going to fix the issue. She's already clearly struggling. What she did was awful, but you're an adult and I think you're worse. You've ignored the situation until it got unbearable and then made her sleep in the dirt." And Kawhi says, everyone sucks here except the maid. You're not the asshole because you punished her, but the punishment was very strange, sleeping outside. For a young girl, anything could happen community service in a soup kitchen or something might've been better. I agree with therapy reading the edits. Do not make your children sleep outside. Now, what do you guys make of our first story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Grandson? Titled, Am I the Arsehole for refusing to stop seeing my granddaughter despite my son's wishes? My son 40 is what people call a ladies' man. I had no problem with it until last year when he got a girl 20 pregnant because he said that condoms don't work for him so they had unprotected sex. When he found out about the baby he blocked the mum and ghosted her for a month. He came to tell me about it once his baby's mum reached out again saying that he didn't have to care for the baby but that he had to pay child support. I was shocked and told him that he could either step up or not but that I would have a relationship with the child because it's my only grandchild. He chose to not step up and tried to fight child support, but a month ago he was placed on it. Now that my granddaughter Lily is born, I've been helping pay for everything because her mum is in college and my son quit his job, so his payment will go down. I am very disappointed in him. I watched Lily during her mum's classes and pay for her to have a nanny so the mum can work hard to get a degree. Money is no problem for my family, but my son is very angry that I am helping them out. He says that they should not get money and that if the mum needed help, then she should have aborted it. I told him that I would continue to help them because my granddaughter is innocent in this and that he was the one who refused to wear a condom so they should not have their life ruined. He said it's either him or them and I said I would always help my granddaughter. He has stopped talking to me and my daughter said that I went too far and I should just cut ties with them. Am I the asshole for helping them against my son's wishes? After reading this one, I had to go back and look at the age and it was 40 years old and he's acting like this. Holy shit. And this is definitely a not the arsehole from me. You being a good person and, you know, looking after your grandchild is absolutely fantastic. So well done to you for doing that. But I'm really shocked at what he was expecting when when you gave that ultimatum. Like, Oh yeah, I'm really going to just cut off my granddaughter <laughs> for someone who, who acts the way he does. But wow. Eneskeva says, not the arsehole, but your son is a giant arsehole. He is entitled and selfish and frankly creepy that at 40, he knocked up a 20-year-old. He needs to grow up. Flint says, wait, he's 40 and she's 20. Have you had a second to digest that truth? Good riddance. Let him be a spoiled, disgusting individual. You are doing the right thing. French's lawyer says and quotes, he said that condoms don't work for him and then says your son is an arsehole and probably a walking STI vector quotes again saying when he found out about the baby he blocked the mum and ghosted her for a month then says seriously he's just awful you must be ashamed of him on so many levels quotes one more time saying now that my granddaughter lily is born i've been helping pay for everything because her mum is in college and finishes off with that paragraph then goes on to say you sound like an amazing woman grandmother and general person bluntly your son's wishes don't mean shit your son's opinions about who cares for his child stopped being relevant a long time ago i realize he's a grown man and his own master but he needs to remember that you're a grown woman and your own master honestly i'd be no contact with him over this kind of thing there's something broken within him he needs a serious attitude adjustment not the asshole. and french says not the arsehole you're a good person this poor girl he can't even own his mistakes he quit his job to pay less that's very low for his next birthday you should offer him a vasectomy Maleficent ad says not the arsehole, I'm so tired of men who refuse to wrap it but they're then so shocked that unprotected sex leads to pregnancies. I'd tell him that I'd choose the granddaughter and if he didn't want me to help her, he should have worn a condom and got the snip. I'd also change my will so some of the estate goes to the granddaughter as it took litigation to get him to pay child support. And Anu says, not the arsehole, I would drop the son and keep the grandchild and their mother instead. If he's able to treat his own child like that, imagine how he'll treat you when you're old and frail and need him. Family isn't always blood. And let's have one more from Kindheartedness who says, oh, condoms just don't work for him. Well, abandoning your granddaughter just doesn't work for you. Not the arsehole. He's 40 and acting incredibly immature. If he doesn't want to wear a condom, maybe you should get a vasectomy so this doesn't happen again. Good on you for stepping up when you shouldn't have had to and helping provide for her. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from college tuition 16548 titled, am I the asshole for only paying for a portion of my son's college even though we had money from his dead brother's college fund? I, female 58, will always be a mother to my twin sons, Thomas and Sam. In the summer after they graduated, when they were 18, Thomas passed away. I can't begin to explain how broken I was. At that point, Sam had already accepted an offer to go to an Ivy League school. My husband and I had about 100k each saved up for the boys, but Sam's school was so expensive that the money wouldn't cover it. Before Thomas passed, Sam was fine taking out student loans to cover the rest. Then we lost Thomas. Less than two months after it happened, Sam asked if he could have the 100K that was set aside for Thomas. I lost it on him. I told him that it was Thomas's money and not his, and it deserved to go to Thomas. This is where I might've been the asshole because Sam could have used that money, but he didn't get a cent of it. To be fair, my husband and I didn't get a cent of it either. We donated it all to various charities against drunk driving in memory of Thomas. That was all about 10 years ago. Sam took out student loans, but he's so young and already a very successful lawyer. I believe he's paid most of the loans off by now, possibly all. If it matters at all, my husband and I contributed a significant amount, about 50K to his law school tuition as well. I thought we were past it, but the other day, Sam brought up how unfair it was for me to refuse to give him Thomas's money. We had a tearful argument over it, and I, and I just don't know what to think. If I could do it again, I still don't think I would give that money to Sam. Does that make me an arsehole? Edit, because some people are confused about the way I worded things. Here's a better explanation of the money. We had two separate college accounts for the boys. Each account had 100K in it. After Thomas passed, Sam still got the 100K he'd always knew he'd get. He just didn't get the additional 100K from Thomas's account. We never took money away from Sam. We just didn't give him any extra money that he wouldn't have had if Thomas had been alive. Now, obviously, there's going to be a lot of grief in this story from both mum and Sam as well, the brother. Let's not forget that. And as all, whenever we cover grief-based stories, I always say, you know, everyone grieves in different ways and reacts in different ways. So there could be decisions based on grief in this story. We just don't know that. But, and whilst the entitlement of sort of asking for that money and then being upset about not getting it did bother me, I got to admit that. But I got to say, if I was in mum's situation in this story, and I know it's incredibly difficult because there may be decisions based on grief once again, but I'd like to say that if I was in that position, and I saw my other son, you know, has a massive debt. I wouldn't donate that that other portion of the money to charity. I would definitely be giving it to my other child for them, for their education. And partially in my head, to, because I think that's what the other brother may want as well. But obviously I can't, I don't know that, do I? I'm just, that may be unfair to say and that would just be sort of my thinking on it what I might what I might do if I was in that position but and you know a lot of time when we cover these types of stories you know to do with college tuition and stuff like that or parents money being handed down we usually say like it's the parents money and up until the point it's actually handed over and the other person would be entitled for expecting it so it's it's but obviously it's a bit more of a different situation let's check out some comments to see what they say And we'll start with Groggy Doggy who says, You're the arsehole. Although I'm sorry for your loss, your living son is grieving too. His life was forever affected by his brother's loss. You could have supported him and made it easier by helping him financially. And instead you made it clear that his brother's memory is more of a priority to you. Surely Thomas would have wanted that money to help his brother. If I was your remaining child, I would have been so heartbroken edit to all the people saying it's a ridiculous amount this was not party money it's not money the living brother is going to spend away on luxuries cars and houses this is a college fund the money goes and alleviates the stress of taking out loans his parents specifically saved that money for education uses in addition the reason it was asked for so soon is probably because the remaining brother is thinking about and planning for college my judgment is based purely on the fact that their living son is hurting too and will probably affect the rest of his life Any kind of support and stress relief could help him in a better place, and not taking out loans seems like a really fair desire to have after losing your literal other half. Ewan replies that saying, If I'm reading this right, they gave him $150,000, and they're an arsehole for not making it a quarter of a million. Really? Latter ad says, Mild jaw the arsehole, look. I get wanting to donate it to different charities, there's nothing wrong with that but you should not have lashed out at your son like that your wording is horrible you could have said we want to donate it to thomas's name to people who have suffered like that at the hands of drunk drivers and that would have been okay your son wasn't an asshole for asking for the money you were not an asshole for denying him but the way you did it was awful you should sit him down and apologize for the way you reacted back then you did not need to lose it on him like that affectionate show says you're the asshole. I am empathetic with you for losing your son, but still you're the asshole here. I haven't lost a child myself, but I did lose my father and brother when I was a teenager and had to see what my mother went through because of it. I also can relate to Sam. When my dad and brother died, my mum briefly did what you seem to even still be doing. She clung on to the memory of my brother and father to the extent that it made me feel like I was not as important, valued or loved by her. She seemed to love their memory more than she loved me. And since I looked and acted like my father, it often seemed like she disliked being around me because I reminded her of them. I was already dealing with grief and it felt like I was losing my mother too. Thankfully, she eventually realized what she was doing and that she still had a living child who needed and loved her. She very much still misses and mourns my brother even to this day, but she and I are very close. It doesn't seem like you ever made this realization and just continue to put up Thomas's memory ahead of Sam. You have no idea how hurtful it is to feel like your mother loves the memory of your brother more than she loves you. But Sam knows, because you've been doing it to him for years. You chose to donate money he, your living child, could have used. I understand your logic behind it, but at the end of the day, you chose to give money away when you could have helped your living son. You felt like he didn't deserve it because it was still his brother's. That is valuing Thomas' memory over Sam. It's very likely you've been doing other things too to make him feel less loved and valued for years. Loving your living son won't diminish Thomas's memory. Sam is still here for you. He still needs you. Even as an adult, we still benefit from love and emotional support from our parents, but it seems like his may be gated by a memory. And we we'll finish up with Cinderella Ridvin who says, I cannot understand all the or the asshole' votes. Typically, Am I the asshole' agrees that money safe for children's future college needs is still the parent's money. For them to use as they see fit. But somehow, when it involves the deeply traumatic death of one of the children, the parents are now the arsehole. A very strong and clear not the arsehole from me. Sam received every penny of the money intended for his college, plus another 50%. He had no claim on the other fund, and was incredibly callous, bordering on cruel, to ask for it shortly after his brother's passing. Awful. I think people are taking exception to the idea of throwing away a hundred grand which I guess seems wasteful to them when a family member could have used it and in fact did want to use it. But the fact is this was your money to use as you saw fit and you saw to use it in a way that was most meaningful to you as a charitable donation in your beloved son's memory. I truly cannot see how anyone could fault you for that. This was not money snatched away from a desperate Sam in a fit of parental pique. This was a fund that you chose to reallocate in an intentional and considered manner. The fact that you were emotionally overwrought and you did it does not make you the asshole. and it grieves me to see so many commenters coming down so hard on you. I hope that you found some peace after all this time and that you can mend fences with Sam who I'm sure is also carrying a heavy load. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? What would you do if you found yourself in that situation, an OP situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below, and we'll move on to the next Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Story. And our next story comes from Ground Coffee. I'm I the arsehole for calling my husband an idiot for putting all my ground coffee in one container. Getting serious vibes of the guy who put all the spices in one container here. <laughs> I feel May of 30, I'm an all time coffee drinker. I have favourites but also like to drink any type of coffee available. I bought a grinder that I use to grind coffee beans that I purchase freshly from the market. I store each type of my ground coffee in a separate container. I have Black, Arabiaca, and Robust. Hopefully I pronounced those right. I also drink Italian and Turkish coffee, which are costly. I grind my coffee in advance to be able to drink it on the go, whether in the morning before going to work or later when I'm too lazy to start the grinder. My husband can be a bit ignorant when it comes to coffee types. He has only one favorite and that's it. He doesn't even try the other types, just sticks to the regular. On to the situation. A few days ago i went shopping to buy coffee beans to grind and store for later use i put each type of ground coffee in a separate container and marked them by by adding a sticker in each container lid like italian and turkish i had a total of four separate containers and put them in the cupboard like i usually do and went about my day tuesday evening i returned from work and my husband was home already i didn't notice anything was wrong till i walked into the kitchen and found my coffee containers gone only one big glass jar was placed instead and it had coffee in it i immediately asked my husband about it and he nonchalantly said that he ran out of jars for his gardening project and took my coffee containers and moved it all to a bigger jar to save containers i was stunned and i flipped out saying he shouldn't have put all the ground coffee together as i had different types i flat out called him an idiot because it should have been obvious to him that all four containers of coffee looked different He argued that he see me mix coffee sometimes, but that's totally different since I add specific amounts to get a balanced mix. He said it wasn't a huge deal, that I could go buy new coffee beans or roast coffee if I had no time since my ground coffee is the same, we find in grocery stores. I yelled that I put money, time, and effort into this, and he should have went to the gardening center instead of using my containers and mixing all my coffee. He apologized but said I hurt him by (laughs) by calling him an idiot when he was trying to decorate our kitchen window. We haven't talked since then. He keeps saying I overreacted and can't afford to pay for new coffee beans, but still thinks the coffee we still have is drinkable. I don't think he understands, but also feel I went off on him harshly. Now I'm getting big vibes at the guy who mixed all the spices together. And I just sit there thinking, well, these these things were labeled that on each tub, there was a different type of coffee. There aren't many people that I've ever met that that wouldn't know there is different types of coffee on the planet. <laughs> and not to mix those different types of coffees. So it brings me to the conclusion that he knew what he was doing, either out of spite for some reason, or just didn't care about what you had there and just all, all that was on his mind was his particular project. So it would automatically make you not the arsehole. Maybe him and Spice Guy should go live together. But Lala Thumb says not the asshole. He knew exactly what he was doing. They were labeled and you can't tell me that you two are married and he doesn't know that you enjoy mixing and experiencing different blends. This was so disrespectful and intentionally so. Yeah, their name calling wasn't great. But seriously, did he expect you to be happy about what he did? No, he did not born inevitable says this it's not a mistake to mix four separate label containers together husband knew exactly what he was doing and did it deliberately was it malicious probs not but it wasn't a mistake opie has every right to be angry and flip out but calling her husband an idiot to his face was wrong and she should apologize to him and explain why she is upset husband is a lazy dick for not going to the shop and buying proper pots for his plants and an asshole for being demeaning towards her coffee addiction Anyone with half a brain knows not to fuck around with someone else's coffee. My Opinions Are Good says Not The Arsehole. The containers were labelled. Your husband should have asked before moving your stuff. Calling him an idiot isn't great, but he did do something very stupid, so... Manual Search says Not The Arsehole. This is no different than a rice lady from the other thread. There's a rice lady as well? (laughs) Oh no. Pizza Sauce says Your husband can go live with a rice guy. ETA rice lady and then someone replied to that saying and the spices guy (laughs) that's many of them (laughs) put all these people in the one household (laughs) <laughs> be a crazy place to live but a very simple place though one jar for everything all being mixed together baltimore badger says not the arsehole your husband is an idiot i don't drink coffee can't stand it quite honestly my parents didn't drink coffee either but my wife does i would know well not to mix the coffees together my wife equally knows not to mix my teas even though she is a casual tea drinker something herbal to settle her stomach at nights is as much as she drinks and Am I the superfan says everyone sucks here? You he should respect your property, and you should both learn how to communicate and respect each other better. Rogue Admiral Annie says not the arsehole, the containers were labeled. That was dumb of him. It's pretty bold of him to say, just buy more beans, when he could have just bought more jars. Dollar store jars are cheap and cute. Yeah, and let's not forget how expensive coffee is, man. Especially buying coffee beans. And one more comment from Zealous Ideal, who says Not the arsehole, the containers are labelled It's a mistake but a pretty dumb one if I may say And why did he just take the containers without asking if he can even use them? <laughs> now what are your thoughts on this story? Do you think OP went too far by calling their husband an idiot or not? Do you think it was justified? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below And do you remember the spice guy and apparently the rice lady as well? let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one and our next story comes from he said he said seven am i the asshole for not leaving my sister's wedding with my husband after he got kicked out of it my female 30 sister's female 27 wedding was last week she and her husband chose formal attire as the dress code for their wedding it was mentioned beforehand to give guests the heads up when my husband male 33 found out he didn't like it he didn't like it at all saying he didn't think it was fair to dictate what guests wear in the first place and that this entire rule was stupid and unnecessary then complained on a personal level to my sister and her now husband he said he wanted to wear something casual which is what he'd usually wear and asked if they could turn a blind eye and just let him attend wearing casual since he's family my brother-in-law said rules are for all with no exceptions. My husband repeatedly expressed how uncomfortable he was wearing a suit and that all his old suits are just lame and made him look older. My brother-in-law stated this was the official dress code and asked my husband to either follow it or not go. My husband came home after saying my brother-in-law was power tripping and acting like a typical spoiled white kid who wants everything his way and control others as they were puppets. I said that's his wedding. Of course, he gets the final say and suggested that he wear his newest suit and buy a tie. At the day of the wedding, I went early to help my sister since I had a part in it and suddenly we heard noise coming from the entrance. It was my husband wearing a blue jeans, a red guerra maybe got that wrong, t-shirt, arguing with my brother-in-law and the staff insisting on getting inside. I rushed to get involved and my brother-in-law repeatedly asked my husband to go, put on a suit or not come back. My husband refused and exchanged a few choice words and mum got involved but my brother-in-law told him to leave. My husband resisted then told me to grab my stuff so we could leave together and I said no. He looked stunned and I said I didn't do anything besides I wanted to be with my sister and had work to do. He got upset and left. He blew up at me after I got home saying I had no problem standing there watching my sister and her husband humiliate and kick him out then refusing to take a stand and leave with him. I told him this was the outcome of his stubbornness and he replied saying, since when was wanting to have freedom to wear whatever I want meant stubbornness. He said, I should have supported him and went home with him and not let my family mistreat him like that. Dude has the cheek to say you humiliated him when he turned up after being told several times about it, having plenty of time to get alternative clothing and he turns up and makes a scene at a wedding. I'd be absolutely mortified. If I was OP in this situation, he wasn't forced to wear a a suit or anything like that. He was given the choice, either wear a suit or do not come. That is your choice. I think that's a fair choice. And instead, he chose to be an arsehole and turn up in a shirt and jeans and got the consequences of his actions. And stories like this that always gets to me, it's like... What is going through, what goes through that person's mind to think, you know, you've been told, you confronted the brother about it and he still told you just don't turn up if you're not going to wear a suit. You turn up in your shirt and jeans and you think, and then you still go like, I'm going to turn up in my shirt and jeans. This, this would be absolutely fine. What goes through your head? You must be thinking like, there's going to be a confrontation when this happens. There's no way you could think, oh, I'm just going to get away with this and no one's going to notice me. The only person in there, everyone else is wearing formal attire and you think you're going to get away with it. Holy shit. Not the asshole at all to me. But Snarky Shark says not the arsehole. Your husband had plenty of notice to find something appropriate to wear. Was repeatedly told the dress code and yet he turned up in jeans and a t-shirt. He didn't even attempt to dress nice casual in slacks and a button up. He definitely the arsehole in this situation. You support your spouse when they're in the right, not when they're behaving like toddlers and don't want to wear their socks. LLDN says, not the arsehole, you didn't humiliate him. He humiliated himself. He was repeatedly told the rules and that if he couldn't follow them, he shouldn't show up. Hopefully when he calms down, he can be the better person and apologize. If he can't, good luck navigating that. But do not waste a minute thinking you or your family are to blame over his hurt feelings or embarrassment. Susan says, You are not the asshole, but what is wrong with your husband? Has he always been this confrontational and self-centered, or is this uncharacteristic and new behavior? He didn't have to wear a tuxedo, but he could have worn a suit for a few hours and even could have removed his jacket. Heck, if he showed up in slacks and a button-down shirt without making a spectacle of himself at someone else's wedding, he could have probably been admitted and not caused a fight. He was a jerk to show up dressed as he was and then doubled down by fighting back when he was asked to change or stay away i'm glad you didn't skip out on your sister's wedding i'm sorry your husband is either a jerk or else has something else going on that's impacting his personality and rationality and one more from ice blue frost who says not the arsehole you humiliated him he humiliated you i'd be so ashamed to be married to someone like this now what would you do if you found yourself in that situation if your partner was doing this and acting in this way It's not normal behavior, is it? But let me know your thoughts and verdicts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. No pressure, though. And just a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes of your time with me today, getting involved with the channel. Click the like if you did enjoy, maybe the subscribe too, and I will see you, I hope so anyway, in the next one. Take care, you cheeky so-and-so. Much love.